Greetings to all the learners. I am a faculty of biology at SRN International School, Jagatpura, Jaipur. Dear learners, today in this podcast, we'll be discussing about life processes, grade 10th of your NCERT textbook. So before moving, let's decide the criteria to decide whether something is alive. The most important criteria to decide whether something is alive is movement. So all living things move without the help of any external help. Some movements are easily visible like the movements of the body parts. Some movements are not easily visible like molecular movements. The molecular movements in cells and tissues is necessary for all the life processes. What is life process then? So life processes are the basic processes in living organisms which are necessary for maintaining their life. The basic life processes are nutrition, respiration, transportation and excretion. So let's discuss about them one by one. First one is nutrition. So nutrition is the process of taking food by an organism and its utilization by the body for life processes. Second one is respiration. It is a process by which food is burned in the cells of the body with the help of oxygen to release energy. Third one is transportation. Transportation is the process by which food, oxygen, water and waste products are carried from one part of the body to the other. Last one is excretion. So excretion is the process by which waste products are removed from the body. Let's discuss about nutrition now. Nutrition is the process of taking food by an organism and its utilization by the body to build the body for growth, repair, the damaged parts of the body and for energy as well. Life on earth depends on carbon-based molecules and most of the food are also carbon-based molecules. The outside raw materials used by living organisms are food, water and air. So let's discuss about the modes of nutrition now. So there are two main modes of nutrition. They are autotrophic mode of nutrition and heterotrophic mode of nutrition. Autotrophic mode of nutrition is the nutrition in which organisms prepare their own food from simple inorganic substances like carbon dioxide and water in the presence of sunlight and chlorophyll. For example, all the green plants and some bacteria. Second one is heterotrophic mode of nutrition. It is the nutrition in which organisms get their food directly or indirectly from plants. For example, all the animals, fungi and some bacteria. So the types of heterotrophic nutrition now. So there are three main types of heterotrophic nutrition. They are saprophytic, parasitic and holozoic nutrition. What is saprophytic nutrition? So it is a nutrition in which organisms get their food from dead and decaying organisms. They break down the food material outside their body and then absorbs it. For example, mushroom, bread mold, yeast and some bacteria. Second one is parasitic mode of nutrition. So it is a nutrition in which organisms get their food from living organisms or we can say host without killing them. For example, cascuta, orchids 
ticks, lice, leeches, roundworm, tapeworm, plasmodium, etc. Next one is holozoic mode of nutrition. In this nutrition, the organism takes food directly and then digests and absorbs it. For example, amoeba, paramecium, birds, fishes, humans, etc. Now, let's discuss about the nutrition in plants. Basically, it is a process of photosynthesis. It is a process by which plants prepare their food by using carbon dioxide and water in the presence of sunlight and chlorophyll. The food prepared is carbohydrate, which is stored in the form of starch. Oxygen is released in this process. The equation for photosynthesis is CO2 plus 12H2O. In the presence of sunlight and chlorophyll, gives C6H12O6, that is glucose, plus 6H2O and 6O2. Photosynthesis takes place in three main steps. These are absorption of light energy by the chlorophyll, conservation of light energy into chemical energy and splitting up of water molecules into hydrogen or oxygen, reduction of carbon dioxide by hydrogen to form carbohydrates. Let's discuss a little about chlorophyll now. Chlorophyll are the green pigments present in the leaves. If we observe a cross-section of a leaf under a microscope, we can see cells containing green dot-like structures called chloroplasts. And chloroplasts contain chlorophyll. We all know this thing, right? What is stomata? Stomata are tiny pores present in the leaves through which exchange of gases takes place. Each stoma has a pair of guard cells which controls the opening and closing of the stomatal pore. When water enters the guard cells, it swells and the pore opens and when the guard cells lose water, it shrinks and the pore closes. Now let's discuss an activity to show that chlorophyll is necessary for the process of photosynthesis. Let's take a potted plant having vegetated leaves, the croton plant. Keep it in a dark room for three days so that all the starch is used up. Then keep it in sunlight for six hours. Then take a leaf from the plant and mark the green areas of the leaf on a sheet of paper. Then dip the leaf in boiling water to make it a little soft. Then dip the leaf in alcohol and heat it in a water bath to decolorize it and remove the chlorophyll. Then wash the leaf in water and dip it in dilute iodine solution. It will be seen that only the green parts of the leaf turns blue-black. This shows that chlorophyll is necessary for the process of photosynthesis. Let's discuss about another activity which shows that carbon dioxide is necessary for the process of photosynthesis. Take two potted plants of the same size and keep them in a dark room for three days so that all the starch is used up. Then keep the plants on separate glass plates. Keep a watch glass containing some potassium hydroxide near one plant to absorb carbon dioxide. Cover both the plants with bell jars and seal the bottom of the jars with Vaseline to make it a little airtight. Keep the plants in sunlight for 3 hours. Then take a leaf from each plant and test for starch. The leaf of the plant kept in the jar containing potassium hydroxide does not show the presence of starch. This shows that carbon dioxide is necessary for the process of photosynthesis. Dear learners, that's all for today. 
I hope you have understood the topic properly. Stay blessed, Asanians. Have a great day.